I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side a production of iHeartRadio. Well, hello, my witchy poo. It's actually an <laughs> afternoon, so good afternoon, my witchy poo. How are you? I'm doing very well, my elf. Thank you so much. And you were to ask, how are you? I'm supposed to ask, how are you? Yeah, you I are. You. I am now at the nine-month marker of keto. Wow. Right? Wow. Have not had sugar for nine months. I had blood drawn. I had like all that kind of crap, you know, the panels mm-hmm. and whatever. My blood pressure has never been lower in my life. <laughs> it hasn't. <laughs> it's great. That's amazing. That's uh, amazing. Congratulations. I love You're it. You're like 24, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I mean, I have never felt better. And, you know, like the weight loss is nice to have along with it. It kind of, you know, drops off oh, at its yeah. own pace. But this is the first time I haven't cared. Like, because I just feel so good. So that is my, thank you. Thank thank you. I feel really great. So today we're doing, I guess, an improvisational episode, I guess we could call it. Right. This is happening real time. Yeah, because we haven't even really talked about it. So you guys are going to get, you're going to hear first what we think before the other one does. So here we go. <laughs> uh, it's all you, my elf. <laughs> well, we we did briefly talk about what this episode could be, and we landed on. I wanted to call it Vaccination Nation, and my lovely witch corrected me and said, "There's bigger issues here at hand, and it's more about scarcity." So we're calling it Scarcity City. So apparently, whatever we were going to call it, I needed to have it a geographic location. So whether it was a nation or a city, it, I had to name it that. So so we actually wanted to call this Scarcity City, and it actually happened from an event from yesterday 
So this is super fresh. So we're going to kind of like just weave our way through it and and bring you guys along because it really feels like it's something that is worth us all thinking about. So what had happened and why I wanted to call it Vaccination Nation is, you know, it feels like right now where we are, it feels a bit like the Hunger Games when it comes to people getting vaccinations because we now have a demand far outweighs what the supply is. And now everybody knows like this is coming out pretty quick. So you're going to know. If you listen to this in a few months, you'll be like, oh, skip it. I'm going to move on to something else because you've already been vaccinated. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> hopefully. Um, yeah, hopefully, right. What happened was we had a situation here in in Arkansas, in Fayetteville, actually, where had a friend, a group of friends, actually, that one of them thought, oh, look, it's Washington Regional Hospital. They're doing vaccinations for people over 50. And so all of us over 50s, we cheered like, hell yes. And so we go in. And sign it's our up. turn. It's our turn. And we didn't know how that happened. And in hindsight, it made no sense because it's actually untrue. That is not what had opened up. But we all got mm. really excited and we all went and signed up. And an interesting thing happened is that once somebody figured out, it's like, oh, no, that 50 plus was at 50 plus doses, not for people over 50 plus. So and this uh. is also shows you the crazy that we're all going through because we all right. want to be vaccinated. And what's interesting is that of our group here, about half half of the people were um, accepted for an appointment, and then the other half were denied. My wife and I were two that were actually denied, and others were not. And, so interesting, right? right? What it came down to is what people put as their employment, I think is why some of them got in. Because in Arkansas, they're doing more industries right now than they are oh, okay. ages or something. So anyway, we get turned down. And, and some of our friends actually are now vaccinated, which I'm really happy for them. And then one of my friends was like, well, you need to go try again. And then she tried to coach me and say, but tell them this. Ooh. And at that, right? <laughs> okay, so this is the heart of the matter. This is the scarcity yeah. thing about who are we? And this is the big question that we all have to ask ourselves, whether it's in the, what we're facing now with a vaccination or, Brenda, what you said earlier, right? Like a year ago, what were we dealing with? Toilet paper. Toilet paper, right? <laughs> we were dealing with toilet paper. Scarcity. Scarcity. Toilet paper. <laughs> right? That's why I think scarcity is such a great title for this, because this will not be the last time, folks, in our lifetimes that we're going to be dealing with an issue of scarcity. It could be on a smaller scale. It could be on a larger scale. We're all dealing with large scale right now, but it's scarcity. So when I was given the instructions on what to do, the first thing mm. I did is I sat with it. And it didn't take long. And I sat with that, is this the right thing for me to do? And the first place that I went, and I'm weirdly a massive fan of this author, but it's Mitch Album. He's the one who wrote Tuesdays with Maury, which was more oh, of a sure. memoir, right? right? Then he wrote these books called like The Five People You Meet in Heaven or The Last Person You Meet in Heaven. And I've read all of them. In fact, I have one of them sitting on my on my bedside table again to, to read for the third time. That's how mm -hmm. much I, I love these books because mm -hmm. I know they're fiction, but they feel very real to me. And the reason why I bring this up, and I encourage everybody to also read these books because I think there's a lot you can get from them because what you find out, you find out about people that you may or may not have actually remembered you interacted with them, but your action caused a reaction, right? So for instance, I think one of the stories is like somebody was like riding a bike and they got out of the way really fast, but that car ended up hitting another person on a bike and that person lost their life because that other person you like quickly got out of the way kind of thing, right? And, but let me give you a real example about what I kept thinking to myself as I was processing through this is I don't want to go to the pearly gates, even though I know there's no such thing as pearly gates. We're just going to say that right now. <laughs> there might be if you believe in them. <laughs> they might be pearly gates. My gates are going to be 
cherry pie. So when I reached the, the <laughs> gates of cherry pie. You're going to be sad and disappointed. <laughs> because once you drop this body, you can't taste it. <laughs> Damn it. Once I reach the gates of cherry pie, I can still have my visual. That's true. How about it? I don't want the first person to greet me saying, I died because you took my place in line. Mm. And I cannot get out of that. I can't move away from it. Mm. But I also want to be very clear that I will judge no one who decided to actually potentially cut in line from someone else because that is not my job to judge you. I can only make right. decisions for myself. And I can tell you very clearly, I have not gone and signed up again for this, for the vaccination, and I'm not going to go in there and tell them a lie. Yeah. yeah. And this is a very karmic thing to me. It is also yeah. a moral compass thing. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I so appreciate you bringing this up because it, it's something that I think people hear and they and they notice it, like they kind of tilt their head to the side. And then when they're in it, it's a different situation for people. Like when you hear someone else doing it, you're like, hmm, that's interesting. I wonder. But once they get in, they're like, oh, I can get a vaccine or I can buy this whole shelf of toilet paper or whatever Yeah, it whatever is. it is, right? You know, there are different things throughout different you know, phases of humanity that, that this happens. And quite frankly, in the US, I know we're not only, you know, broadcast in the US, but we are not overly familiar out of stock things that we can't have access to, right? We're really spoiled. And because the supply chain's pretty, but in other countries, they're a lot more familiar with it and they may handle it better. They may just be better at the black market. I don't know because <laughs> I'm not there. But I do think. It's an opportunity to really look and go, okay, what would I cross a line for? What wouldn't I cross the line? Um, and to consider it before you're in that situation is critical. It's really critical. And again, I think it's important, you know, this aspect of not judging others because we don't know their entire circumstance. No, and I, I really like one of the big things that I've, I, I want to practice in this life is to not judge. You know, when you talk about lawyers, and you talk about doctors and they call what they do a practice. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way about judgment and about also being present. Like I, I strive every day to practice these things. You know, I want to mm -hmm. practice to yep. not judge. I want to practice to make decisions that fit into what my moral compass is. But I also know in these situations, it's that first shocker. You know, guys, we've talked about shockers a lot. And it's that yeah. first shocker, that fight or flight. And that is why people are buying their way into vaccines. That's why they are cutting lines. But I also want to be really clear. It's not that clear. Because, yes. <laughs> well, because, and this is, I think it's worth like kind of diving into some of these aspects of it. It's like, I would much rather, and I'd be okay if I waited in line at a pharmacy at the end of the day. And if they had to throw out a dose to let it hit the ground, I'd rather it hit my arm. Because yeah. I think that's a different kind of, of karma that ends up with that. It's like throwing things oh, gosh, away, yeah. right? Versus putting them in somebody's arm. So I would take that if given the opportunity, if it was going to be, you know, hit the ground, I'd rather hit my arm. Right. But taking someone else's spot, because again, I get, I understand how we operate in fight or flight. We've been doing it for 12 months, folks. Yeah. Right? We've been doing yeah. it for 12 months. And I think, especially when we can start looking at our privilege, because I've been looking at my privilege throughout all of this. So I'm going to bring yeah. in, and Brenda's like, oh, she just said it. And because yeah. <laughs> again, we haven't had this conversation, folks. And yeah. because I will tell you, I spent a, a big part of my adult life being quite privileged. You know, and the privilege was through my work. 
You know, mm -hmm. I can go down the list and I actually will to tell you the things that I've been able to experience in this lifetime. I've been to the Grammys at least a half a dozen times. I've been to the Academy Awards at least a half a dozen times. I've been to the Emmys until I stopped because it was boring as hell to be there. Sorry, <laughs> Emmys, but you got to put on a better show. You know, I have had the great fortune of actually taking, you know, kids in my life to the Kids' Choice Awards. I can't countless, by the way. I can't even count how many times I've gone to the Kids' Choice Awards. I have had privilege. I didn't have to wait in line. I didn't have to buy a ticket. I didn't have to do any yeah. of those things. And so, so it is a little bit even harder for me to get to that place yeah. of not feeling privilege. And my privilege, I know I have privilege because of my skin color. I definitely don't have it because of my gender. And I definitely don't have it because of my sexuality. But if I ever had it, it would be because of my skin color. But this was very much because of the, the job that I held. And I think about that. And in fact, yesterday when Suzanne and I were driving for like nine hours, I thought a lot about what the privilege, because this really opened something big for me. And I can't, you know, I wanted to talk about it because I can't imagine it didn't open something big for other people. People, and that, you know, I would just, you know, really recommend that if you feel a certain way, if you feel like, you know what, I can hang back for a couple months. I am not on the front lines. Right. As much as I would like to have this happen, because believe me, I would, I would love to go roam the world again. I know. <laughs> I would. I have, I have dear friends who are inquiring, are you, are you on the list? Are you on the list? I'm like, I don't need it right now. There are people who actually do. And, and first of all, I'm not qualified in the state of Ohio, but we'll talk more about this when we come back from this break. Brenda break. We're on a Brenda break. <laughs> Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. We are back from the Brenda break because that's all they are now. They are not Jenny breaks. They are Brenda <laughs> breaks. They're not elf breaks. But I think because we did have a little tiny chat in the last break. So to at least kind of have some sort of structure for you guys at this conversation <laughs> is that that to try to understand how you can be able to identify that this is what you're dealing with, where it comes from. And I think that our illustrious witchy poo can help us through this. <laughs> so, well, this is just how I think about it. We all want to survive. We all have different ways of doing that. We all have different priorities and different skills in doing that. And when you've got a pandemic going on, that confidence in our ability to survive is threatened. And what do they say? One out of three of us know someone who's passed in this country, know someone who's passed from, from COVID. And so instead of that being a unifying factor, like we're all in this together, <laughs> what happens when there's only so much vaccines available is that we end up pitting against each other and it gets, you know, we get, we get triggered into fight, flight, and freeze. And that happens at the root chakra, right? That says, I'm not safe. I have to protect my tribe, right? That gets triggered in a way that says, attack, Right, be on the attack instead of being inclusive and taking care of the whole collective, the, the larger community. You have to go on the attack to seek out something just for you and your closer tribe, and so that's what happens. And that's why people are jumping state lines. That's why you know. And is it right or wrong? Who's to say? I get that things will break the rules, but the rules aren't always inclusive. We know lots of rules that are crazy in how they get applied. So I understand that people break the rules, but to to be aware of what's actually happening, that, oh, I feel threatened, I feel at risk, I feel like I'm not going to survive. If I wait two more months, I'm not going to survive. I, if I've survived this long <laughs> and I can continue to, to operate my life in this manner, chances are good I'm going to be able to continue doing this. Like You have to drop in instead of getting swept up. Like we get swept up because the collective energy gets supercharged of scarcity and then it's contagious. It, it literally is. is contagious because it's an energetic charge. And so you can, if you, you know, listen at the first chakra level, you can hear it down the street, snap, 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 of a first chakra is snapping shut. <laughs> like it's, you know, and you have to go, wait, is this real? Is this true? Is this truly the only way that I can survive another day? Probably not. Right. And, and that doesn't mean 
don't get on the list and don't go if if you want to be vaccinated, get on the list and, and do you know do what's oh yeah what you can do to take care of it. Right. Please everybody it, know we are not yeah. recommending people not do this. This is not it at all. Yeah. We're just trying but, to like, you know, you look at is it my turn? It feels a little Wheel of Fortune-ish in the tarot card. I mean, that's what I kept seeing. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Does that feel? Well, the Wheel of Fortune is a vibrational match. And the, how we're getting vaccinated is by somebody else's rules. So I, it doesn't feel that way to me. Because okay. <laughs> the Wheel of Fortune is like, I don't know. It might happen. It might not. It depends oh, got on it. the energetic got match. It. And, and the, the process, while different states have different processes, this is, you know, the process is the process. And, and we know it'll happen eventually for we're all adults over the age of, you know, whatever. 16. 16, yeah. 16. It's all going to happen and whenever, whenever it happens. So we all know that. I, I understand the urgency. I understand the desire to want to return to life. Like we were so lucky. We had so, such a beautiful freedom in this country and ability to move around and full employment and all those things that are really great, you know, <laughs> that we want to get back to. And there's still a process. And how can we contribute to knowing we're safe. Right. We have behaviors and processes that work for us that have kept us safe. And we can do that until we get the vaccine. Right. You know, Suzanne and I had to escape our house because we were getting a, a floor replaced in our living room. And <laughs> I think that is vacate your house, not escape it. <laughs> we had to escape slash vacate our house. And and part of the reason was for safety, right? I don't need other people in our house. Like we've been really good about that. So we chose to, uh, we were going to go to Port Aransas, Texas, but then the shit show happened in Texas. So we ended up last minute just driving out to Hilton Head. And my reason for telling everybody this is it ended up being an utter delight because we're able to take the dogs on the beach and off leash. It was really fantastic. And because you're outside, you're not around other people. So it felt safe. But there was a few p folks that we met on the beach at a safe distance, right? And met this really awesome woman. And it's so funny because we walked off from her and Suzanne looked at me and she goes, holy crap, that was Margaret, my mother. She was like, that woman carried the energy of your mother. I said, is that why I wanted to hug her? And she goes, I think so. But she was this kind of brash, cool, like, you know, older woman. And she was a New Yorker. And I just loved her the second I laid eyes on her. But she proceeded to tell us a story about how she and her husband drove across the uh, Florida state line because there didn't seem to be many rules in Florida for the vaccinations at the time where they had different set of rules, I guess. And yeah. um, so they got an appointment. They drove however many hours to get to wherever the hell they went and they they were vaccinated. Yeah. And, and I will tell you, it's like, I think that's where it started to really click with me. I'm like, oh, I see. Okay, so this is what's happening. This is what's going on. Yeah. This is what's going on. And it's going on with a lot of privileged people because not many people have the ability to take the time or the money to go drive across the state line or they, you know, they just don't, they, they can't do that. And, and the ones who are really needing it aren't getting it, which is when I went back to the Mitch album, you know, the five people you meet in heaven, I just don't want it to be somebody who should have, <laughs> I got their shot. <laughs> I mean, I just, I can't help it. I, I really like, I go, that's where I land. And and this you know this ability to like w when she told you that story you know driving into to Florida to get this there like you listened it deeply and you're like hmm there's something here that's triggering something within me I'm gonna unpack that later yes exactly right? 
and and to have first of all have the awareness love that and then to have the ability and create the opportunity to be still and dive and unpack it for yourself not about her right mm-hmm. oh it's no just, it's about right it's about you and yourself that's a whole nother level of sophistication and skill and mastery that is needed more in these situations. We have to be self-referencing when it's a wild, wild west out there regarding vaccines. Literally. <laughs> and so we have to like, what is okay with me? What is appropriate for me? What is me at my highest? How can I be my best and keep my high vibe? That's the question. Because that's as powerful as any vaccination. <laughs> you know, right. still get the vaccine, but like it is powerful for your system to set that intention and then do that internal work to find it, to stay in that space of I'm holding my own integrity, right? Right. Uh, thank you, by the way, because I took that as a compliment. I believe it was it intended, was. and I took it, it as was. that. So thank <laughs> you very much, intended. because it's you know it is it is that you know when I when I mentioned you know, about doctors and lawyers, they call it a practice. They call it a practice for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I practice, I try a lot practicing. Sometimes I have to try as hard, but sometimes I do to yeah. practice finding that space. And I really encourage and offer people to find those times. And sometimes it's instant and you get like a hit, like, ooh, right. I need mm-hmm. to, I need to put, I need to file that because I need to pull that file open again and see what this really means to me and spend time with it. And then also listen, because I will tell you that if I had made the decision, because I've already made my decision, I'm going to wait. If I'm the last person to get it, that means I'm supposed to be the last. Somebody has to be the last one. I doubt I'm going to be the last one, but it's like if I have to, because listen, I'm fucking 51, so I they can't really put me at the end. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> These are the things that go through her mind. <laughs> it, it, they're totally things. That go, yes, you guys. I'm like oh, karmic law. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But I'll tell you, I also, as part of this kind of practicing, is I think about, well, what would it be if I didn't? And I think that's really important, too, mm, because... Yeah. Right. I think about what would it be if I didn't? What would, and it's not just, you know, when I cross over and I'm faced by the person that I literally took their <laughs> life from them. Because I think there's a form of stealing that's involved. Like the Buddhist definition of, of theft to me is what it mm-hmm. feels like. Because mm-hmm. the Buddhist definition of stealing versus the Christian definition of stealing is very different. And it, very different. <laughs> and it feels that to me. And, but I think about what would it be? And I have to tell you what I saw, because like I have the ability to see more visions now than I have mm-hmm. in the past. And what I saw, it looked like a fiery hell. I mean, it looked like rolling down. I mean, it just, it didn't look good. It's like, oh, I don't want that. Yeah. Like it even confirmed by going through that practice with myself, right? Going through, here's yeah. what it feels, this feels right, this feels good. But it not just to be, you know, an arrogant, you know, metaphysical asshole. Because I can. Yeah. Right? Because Exactly, because I can. Right. It truly is like, oh, this feels right. And then it's like, like what is if I didn't make that choice it was even further confirmation that right. it's the wrong choice for me to make. Yes. Yes. And when you play by the rules, when it is 50 and above, you don't have to spend any of that energy. None. Right? No, I can feel it's good about so it. It's so clean. It's my turn. And, and yeah. And just to build on that, concept of practice, right? That's why we call it a meditation practice. Exactly. That's why we call it a spiritual practice, right? We try every day and it's not perfection, it's practice. <laughs> right. 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 I had uh, yeah. my asshole stepdad used to say, so you know where this is going when I introduce <laughs> just him. just make it sound like that's his first name. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it should be. 
And God, if he only listened, he probably wouldn't be such an asshole. But my my asshole accepted used to say, practice makes perfect. Like that was his big thing. Like, cause I played yeah. golf, right? And nice. somehow he tried to trade credit for it. But I, and, and I remember like, I don't know, maybe it was like a few years after mom booted him out and she actually corrected him. And she said to me, she's like, you know what, honey, is that it's practice is actually just practice. She says, practice is just to help you, you know, become better or find the different things you need to fix. That's practice. Don't ever expect to be perfect, especially at a game like that. You yeah. know, and she just gave me so much mm. space and to breathe. Isn't that beautiful? Right? To Isn't breathe. Beautiful. So if so if somebody feels like you know, you have to be perfect at something. And I think, Brenda, you had told me one day, you're like, you know, you are perfectly imperfect, my elf. <laughs> and it felt great, whatever the hell yeah. it meant. But it, <laughs> it was like, you're perfectly imperfect, well, my elf. We all are. I mean, we're perfectly ourselves. And as human beings, we're imperfect. Yes. Because right? our school is hard. <laughs> right. So if you make choices yeah. that maybe yeah. don't meet with who you truly are, you know, just... um. Well, you can course correct it. You can. Right? Pay attention to how that feels. Pay attention if it's still getting your attention in the, the wee corners of your mind just as you're doing something that doesn't take a lot of focus. You're like, ooh, that's bubbling up again. Ooh, that's bubbling up again. That's because it doesn't feel right. It hasn't landed. Honor your inner knowing. Give it space. Honor your then, inner knowing. Yeah. Yes, please, everybody, including me. Well, Honor and, your and inner knowing. Again, it's, it's not about... An absolute, get the vaccination or don't. It's it's it really is so much bigger than that. And making sure you disconnect from that collective swirl, whatever it is. You know, toilet paper vaccines, you take your pick. <laughs> and I will tell you, Fresca. Fresca was my thing that was running out in the grocery stores at the beginning of the <laughs> pandemic. And I will tell you, I did a little hoarding of Fresca. Yeah. And um, not that it was going to save anybody's life, but I really like Fresca. And didn't want to be, didn't want to be without it. I didn't want to be without it. But you know what? I've, I learned to live without it. Yeah. You know, course. I mean, I know, I know it's Fresca, but I'm just yeah. saying we can learn. We can learn so much. And then remember, with great compassion to have the intention be, I'm really trying to do my best. And it is a practice. I'm practicing to be my best. Just yes, don't practice to be an asshole. That's it. You just practice <laughs> this other. Just don't practice to be an asshole. Yeah, that's real. Don't practice being an <laughs> asshole. But it's, it's you know, also according to your own standards. I think that's really important. Because we're all here, right, with a different... Yeah path, different learn experiences that we're supposed to have, different lessons that we're supposed to have. And that is why I'm so clear on that. And that is why everybody who did like kind of cut a line, so to speak, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, that's your path, man. It's, it, it's, and that's okay. And I still fucking love you as much as I did before. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm taking one final break. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this hundred-year-old murder mystery. 
Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hi, everybody. We're back again from You Know Who's Break. (laughs) I don't even have to mention. You sound so annoyed. Said person. I am. Go ahead. Quit quit reading my mind. It pisses me off. And then you told me once it was rude. <laughs> and then I stopped reading everybody else's mind. My apologies. <laughs> Can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> okay. So just to wrap up, we get scared. We we move into fight, flight, and freeze. And when we drop in to our own knowing, we can clear out that collective noise. It can inform, but it doesn't have to hijack your guidance. It doesn't have to override what you know and can feel is your true path. That's okay for you. That feels right to you, regardless of what everyone else is doing, what, regardless of what other people are telling you. Only you know what, is, what you can live with and what feels right for you. And, you know, Really, we have amazing tools. I'm looking, literally looking at the protection pouch that's on my desk right now <laughs> <laughs> that has selenite in it and black tourmaline. And it just is so helpful in energetically clearing things out so that when you create that space within to dive in and connect, you have this crystal of support and it it's so helpful it's so important yeah this, you have this, process this of dropping in you have this energetic support right it's interesting because you know one of the reasons i desperately wanted us to carry the clearing and protection bowl 
is because I had used it myself for years. Right. Because it's not even around me and I can feel it. Because <laughs> because I'm, you know, listen, we all we all can and listen, we all have our issues, right? I have my own set of issues. And what I found that I could do is that when I would sit there and put the bowl in my lap and I would run my hands through all of those energies, those protective energies, the grounding energies, the loving energies, everything that supported my chakras all the way up from the bottom to the top, that I was aligned and I could make better decisions. And I was a, and so that to me was so crucial. And then, you know, there's other things to support your first shocker. And, and, and listen, guys, I don't want to be the one always selling you shit because here's the thing. We're going to tell you about stuff. Love if you want to buy it from us, get it from someplace else if you feel fit, if you feel like you need to, but we're just, we're making an awareness of it for you. But we have garnet malas and yes. holy moly. <laughs> Are those, they are magical. It is all that first, that root chakra and helps clear that up. So you don't have that feeling of scarcity that, you know, you're okay, no matter what. And of course, with, you know, Brenda's affirmations, which by the way, we have them up on the website. So if you have your own mala, use the affirmations. You're not stealing them. They're there for you guys. (laughs) They were given to me and I wasn't giving them to you. Exactly. (laughs) And so those are, are really helpful. So like any of those types of stones, you know, like the red stones, I find to be really helpful. Smoky quartz is another one. You know, yeah. when it's very funny, uh, we're driving back from Hilton Head, we have our dogs with us. And Suzanne's little Maltese named Rebel, who acts like that. And Brenda told me Perfectly early on, named. I know, but you told me then you could be careful what you name your animals. And, 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 and holy shit, we made a mistake. But we love this I, little dog. It's only after I met the dog, I was like, oh. Oh, well. yeah, you're in trouble, man. <laughs> but so Rebel is our, is our little Maltese. And she had a little upset stomach. Upset. I can't even say it because I'm li- upset tummy. Re- I'm reliving it right now because it was only two <laughs> days ago. Don't gack. And <laughs> you know she had a few accidents in the car. Oh. They didn't smell great. And Suzanne is like all upset and trying to clean the shit out of the car. And Suki wouldn't go in the back, and so we had to change <laughs> spots. And I had to sit in the passenger side and have my 55 pound Labradoodle sitting on my lap for two hours. I mean, it was very chaotic. And Suzanne was really like unnerved. I wish you guys right. could see me right now. Like my hands. And Suzanne are doesn't really get like that very often. No, but she can, but not very yeah. often. And she was yeah. unnerved. And so we stopped at a crystal wholesaler because we were getting things for the store. And I saw they had these, and I didn't buy any guys. I'll call them if you guys want them to get them because <laughs> we didn't have room in the car. <laughs> but I've, I found, it was one that I got for her. I, I bought her one smoky quartz palm stone. And the beauty of smoky quartz is that smoky quartz allows you to release what does not serve you. It, it's a transmutive stone, right? It's amazing. And so yeah. when I went back out to the car and <clears throat> packed all the stuff in there, I handed Suzanne, I go, baby, I got you something. And she just grabbed a hold of it. And it's really big. She stuck it in her bra, which I don't understand why she chose that location. Maybe because she's my <laughs> wife. And with, and I'm not, guys, I'm not kidding. Within five minutes, jovial Suzanne showed back up. And I was Yay. just started smiling because she released what wasn't serving her. She was able yeah. to, tra- like you said, transmute yeah, those, negativity. those angst, yeah. that angst that yeah. she was having. And then everything was all fine. So there's, there you have support out there. I think, yeah. you know, us droning on about stones is just to let you know that you have support out there. There's there's things out there for you. And I now am going to call this place and order some of those damn palm stones because <laughs> I think you guys are probably going to want them because they are truly magnificent. If they work for Suzanne, I promise they'll work for you. Exactly. That's such a great story. And again, it, it's just finding your own connection and what, however you do that, 
just do it to make sure that you're creating a life that supports your guidance and is aligned to your very best. That's right. Make your, yeah, make it your practice. And find that light in the midst of all the darkness because it's always there. Without a doubt. It is always there, guys. You can find it. You really can. Yeah. And you usually find it within for the record. So if you're looking, yeah. if you're looking at a map, the hermit map, card. <laughs> the hermit card, I know, I love that fucking card. Oh my God, I love that card. But you're going to find it within yourself. And Thank on, you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. And, and remember, our school is hard. Without the other side. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Have a great day. <laughs>